This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cavs are red hot. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. That was last week. Cavs have a losing streak. Oh, wait a minute. Which one should we be more excited about, more worried about, whatever? Or is this just the way it goes? I say it's the way it goes, but let's find out from a guy who's covering that team on a daily basis. He's with the Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com. He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He's our buddy. He works with us here on The Fan. He's Chris Fedor. Hello, Chris. Yo. Hey. What's going on, guys? How are you? We are are well. How about you? Hey, no complaints here except for when I get to Milwaukee. It's supposed to be 80% snow and like 30 degrees or something like that the next two days. Other than that, everything's great. Are you staying at the Fister? No, I'm not staying at the Fister. I only stay at Marriott Properties. Oh, okay. Excuse Uh, me. I'm telling you, man, the place is haunted. It's haunted. 100% 100% believe it. I hear it's haunted. There's also one in Oklahoma City called the Skirvin that's supposedly haunted as well. But again, when you get to the status that I have with Marriott, which is Ambassador Elite, by the way. Oh, congratulations. Woo! You know, you don't stay anywhere else. You rack up those points and you get all the perks. That free water late checkout has got you looking good, my man. Looking first good. All, first of all, it goes beyond the free water and late checkout. I have my very own butler. Um, oh, so yeah. If if I need anything, whether it's like concert tickets or an upgraded room or help with my bags or anything like that, I just email or text my butler and they take care of it for me. So, you know, that's the only place in the world where I'm a big deal. So I'm going to take <laughs> advantage of it. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, Mr. Fedor, uh, can we shine your shoes there for you? That's fabulous. You still got to <laughs> pay for it. It's fabulous. All right. The Cavaliers were not as good as eight as they were when they were winning eight straight games, and they're not as bad as they are right now when they've lost yeah. four straight games. So where are they? I think they're a growing team that is still trying to answer a lot of questions. I think that's the best way that I can put it. I think that's the most truthful way that I can put it. Um, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell have to find a way to be great together. And them being great together has to be great for the Cavs. And I don't think either guy has really found that blend in a consistent way yet. It's interesting because J.B. Bickerstaff has been bringing up multiple examples throughout NBA history of alpha ball-dominant players teaming up together and how long it typically takes. You know, he brought up Miami with the Heatles and LeBron and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade and the amount of sacrifice that was required for them 
to become a great team. And he said, hey, look, Miami started 8-9, and and he brought up the Cavs in 2014 when they put together their big three, and they started 19-20. and So a lot of times these things do take time, and I think the Cavs are working through a lot of things. Um, In saying that, they're still second in the NBA in net rating behind just the Phoenix Suns. In saying that, they're 8-5 and five on the season, one of the best records in the Eastern Conference, um, despite the fact that they have been working through some of these natural growing pains that I think come as a result of this roster being constructed the way that it has been constructed. Chris, how much of that is you know buying in in the fourth quarter, making sure that it's team basketball and not – because JB just seemed really irritated about that, too, while you guys were on the trip. Honestly, like, I don't think it's a buy-in situation. I don't think it's guys that are trying to do too much. I just think they don't know what the right blend is in those situations. I don't think they know what the right sets are. I don't think they know what the right plays are. I don't think they know what the right balance is. Because if you think about it, Darius Garland is used to being the alpha in the fourth quarter. He's used to having the ball in his hands in crunch time and just saying, hey, go out there and make something happen. Because that's what it was for a majority of last season after Ricky Rubio went down and after Colin Sexton went down. And for five years, Donovan Mitchell was the closer for the Utah Jazz. And I think they both want to play the right way. I think they both want to answer the questions that need answered. I think they both have the best um, intentions all about winning for this group. But it's it's a difference for them. It's a change for them. It's something that they're going to have to figure out. If you remember when Miami got together, like Dwayne Wade, about midway through the season or something along those lines, he said, hey, look, I'm going to take a step back. LeBron, you be the alpha. Yeah. You be the closer. And everything's going to work for you. And, and once Dwayne did that, you know, then it looked a lot more smooth. Um, but it took Dwayne to do that. And maybe it's going to take Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland or one of them to do that as well. But it wasn't going to be fixed. It wasn't going to be spectacular. It wasn't going to be perfect 13 games into the season, especially when Darius has been in and out of the lineup because of these injuries and this illness and all that kind of stuff. And all that said, I, I, I get it. And it's not like when that happened with the Heat that Dwayne Wade suddenly was averaging 12 points a game. You know, he no. was he was still getting his. My question here, Chris, and I'm not going to say concern yet, where does that leave, I won't see even the Cavs Chris Bosh, but where does that leave a guy in a similar situation maybe in Evan Mobley? Yeah, I mean, it's something that I think they're working through. Um, I think there are going to be situations where Evan gets more shot attempts late in games, where he's more involved in the offense late in games. And then I think there are going to be other situations where he's just not as involved as much. Um, If you look at the other night against the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, number one, he was playing out of position. He was playing center because Jared Allen was hurt. There's Rudy Gobert. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was also playing against the best defender of this generation. So that's, that's part of the reason why he only had four shot attempts. It's part of the reason why he was on the bench late in the game. Um, and I think it's going to continue to be like that with him. Um, and I think the important thing for the Cavs is trying to find other um, opportunities throughout the course of the game where maybe he has a matchup advantage or maybe he's got it rolling and go through him as well. 
Um, so I think it's going to be something where they continue to play that by ear and they try and exploit matchups with Evan. And I think the thing that we have to remember is success of this organization, both in the short term, more so in the long term, but he's only 21 years old and he's not the kind of offensive creator that somebody like Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland is. Like he's very reliant still at this point of his career on other guys getting him touches, other guys getting him involved. And I think it's probably going to continue to work that way until he becomes a better, more complete, more polished offensive player. Chris Fedor joining us. Covers the Cavaliers for the Plain Dealer and Cleveland.com uh, on their way to Milwaukee for a game tomorrow against the 10-3 and Milwaukee Bucks, Cavs at 8-5. and The small forward spot is interesting to me. And I look yeah. at it, Chris, and I think, boy, would Karis LeVert look terrific and coming off the bench in a Kevin Love unit and just a, they can increase a lead, not just hold it. Those guys could go and do their thing and, and be really good. Do you like that thought? And if you do, and, and if Karis buys in, would you play Lamar Stevens as your starting small forward? Would you, would you play Dean Wade? Would you play Isaac Okoro? So I think that's the thing that the Cavs are running into right now. The best non-Karis Levert option to be the starting small forward and get a chunk of the minutes is currently hurt. It's Dean Wade. Dean Wade is dealing with a bit of a knee issue. Um, he told me the other night in the locker room following the Warriors game that it is not related to the torn meniscus that he suffered at the end of last season that cost him um, all that time last year. Uh, but there is something that he is dealing with. Uh, it's inflammation. It's soreness. I've been told that the initial belief right now is that it's knee bursitis, which has like a crazy timeline of anywhere from two to eight weeks. Um, now, I don't know how long he is going to be out. The Cavs at this point still don't know how long he's going to be out. They're going to try and manage it with treatment and rest, stuff like that. But it could be multiple weeks for Dean. Um, so then you're like, okay, are we really going to put Isaac Okoro in the starting lineup? Are we really going to put Lamar Stevens in the starting lineup? I think there's going to come to a point where the Cavs do think about a change. Um, but again, I think the best guy for that, the guy that most people would be on board to switch into that starting lineup, is currently shelved for an undetermined amount of time here. Um, so in the meantime, I think they're still going to ride it out with Karras. J.B. Bickerstaff believes that the starting lineup can work. J.B. Bickerstaff believes that the starting lineup can be a really, really successful unit. And I think he's going to need to be proven wrong. I think he's going to need to see a ton of evidence to the contrary before he thinks about making a rash decision like that. In saying that, the way that Lamar Stevens played the other night, the kind of lift that he gave them the other night, offensively and defensively, I think at the very least he has earned um, a longer look moving forward over the next couple of weeks. And if that means... Isaac Okoro sees his minutes cut um, from whatever they have been to a smaller amount than so be it because he just isn't producing at the same kind of way um, that I think Lamar could in that kind of role. Hey, Chris, I mean, I know it's not fortunate they've lost a couple of these games, but it also seems like the rest of the East is starting to heat up. And then, you know, you got this one road game and you got four at home after that. So maybe a good time to get, you know, catch as long as you can get healthy, right? catch your breath, figure things out, and try to head back in the other direction? 
Yeah, I mean, look, I think the Cavs are coming off what was a very, very difficult stretch. Um, and I think the game over the weekend against Minnesota, even though Minnesota's not a great team, even though Minnesota is working through their own kind of stylistic issues, uh, that had schedule loss written all over it. The Cavs were coming back from a West Coast trip. The clock spun forward three hours. Um, the game on Sunday started one hour earlier than usual, 6 o'clock start as opposed to 7 o'clock start. So they didn't have activation. They didn't have shoot-around. And there were just, like, a lot of factors. And then on top of that, Donovan Mitchell didn't play, Dean Wade didn't play, and Jared Ellis didn't play. So that was a loss before they even tipped off, or at least that's how it felt. Um, and in saying that, like, the last couple of games of the road trip, the Cavs didn't play horribly, right? There were a lot of backs in there, but they didn't know how to close, and they didn't know what to do in the final four or five minutes, and that's obviously something that we've talked about. That's obviously something that they're working through. Um, I think it's, it's natural that, that teams like this um, that haven't really been in that situation together as a group do have those kinds of stumbles. It's something that they need to figure out because I think they're going to be playing in a lot of close games, especially against teams like Milwaukee and Boston and some of the better teams in the NBA. Um, but I don't think that those issues were alarming, and I don't think that those issues that they showed in the last couple of games of the road trip point to some, like, bigger problem that needs to be addressed immediately. Otherwise, this season's going to spin out of control. Safe travels, buddy. Appreciate your time. Hope your, I hope your hotel's not haunted. <laughs> I hope it's not haunted either. I, I am the ghost of kickball past. Tell your butler we said hi. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Later, Chris. Chris Fedor, plane dealer, cleveland.com, joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.